Sadvaitam-sāvadūtam-parijana-sahitam-kṣṇa-cetanya-devam-dhātulka-stupat-kṣṇa-pādhan-sahagana-lavitāśi-kṣākhan-vitāṃscha-namā-om-viṣṇu
We have a few topics that I've been asked to say something about. Uh, our general topic is, is the churning of the milk ocean. And we may say something about that. We may continue uh, in our gradual sort of way. Um, yeah, so like that. So I think we can begin with our song, which is Shilabhaktvinod Thakur's Bhajana Lalasa, song number two. Uh, which is in the collection of the Sharanagati, but it comes at the end of the Sharanagati. And uh, like other songs in the Bhajana Lalasa, it seems to be especially focused on the holy name, focus on uh, longing for the blessings of engaging in the holy name, chanting the holy name. Uh, okay, so let's see how we can do this. Okay, Hari 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 Sanchaye Vishaya Prayase An Anokata Prajalpane Anonit Ano Adika Niyama Agrahe Asatsanga Sangatane Arter Sanchaye Vishaya Raya Hase Anakata Prajalpane Anna Adikara Niyama Agrahe Asatsanga Sangatane As Astira Siddhante Rohinu Mochiya Hari Bhakti Rohilo Dure Eridaye Matro Parahimsa Mada Pratishta Satata Spure Astira Siddhanta Rohinu Majiya Hari Bhakti Railo Dure Evridaye Matra Parahingsha Mada 
प्रतिष्ठा साधता स्पूरे ऐशाबा आग्रहा चारिते नारीनु अपनंतोषते मारी जन्मविभाला होइलो आमला अखाना की कोरी हारी ऐशाबा आग्रह चारी चारिते नारीनु आपना दोषते मारी जनमा दीपाला होइलो आमदा अखाना की कोरी आमितो भातिता पतिता भावना तुम्हारा भावित्रा नामा शेषांबंदा धोदी तुम्हारा चादने शरणा Vainuhama Amitho Atita Patita Bhavana Tomara Pavitra Nama Seshambandha Dhodi Tomara Charane Aranaloyinu Aami Ate Krishna Are Krishna 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 Are Hare Hare Rama Hare Rama Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 
राम राम हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम राम हरे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे हरे राम हरे राम राम हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे भो हरे भो आदि भो गो हरे भो मिथ्या गो हरे भो हरे भो हरे भो गो हरि 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 संचाये प्रयासे प्रजल्पने अधिकार नियम आग्रहे असत्संग संगठने ओ लॉर्ड हरि आई हैव बिकम अब्जर्वड संचाये in accumulating wealth art arta arter sanchay in the absorption of wealth and endeavoring for material possessions vishaya prayase prayase we may know this word prayasa from the upadeshamrita atyahara prayasascha Prajalpaniyamagraha. Uh, six things listed to be avoided, and one of them is prayasa, uh, over endeavor. And here it's prayasa, vishaya prayasa, over endeavor for uh, material things. Vish, vishaya just means objects, really. 
Onokota prajalpane. I am addicted to speaking of topics apart from you. Uh, anya, onno here, um, Bengali pronunciation, onno, uh, is from Sanskrit, anya, other, so anya kata, other, other topics, prajalpane, we know what is prajalpa, um, uh, jalpa just means speaking, uh, but it has this kind of negative connotation, and prajalpa, yeah, sometimes translated as gramya kata, uh, or speaking about village matters. Gossip is really the word for gram, gramya kata. Mm. I am always eager to accept practices apart from my own duties. Onno adhikar niyama agrahe. Agraha, accepting and niyama practices, regulations. Uh, it's mentioned in mm, Seventh Canto Bhagavatam, uh, one of the later chapters after Nusinga Lila, uh, instructions on Varanashrama and so on. Uh, there are different kinds of uh, adharma, mm, and one of them is doing others, others dharma duties, duties that are meant for others. And of course, Krishna mentions that also in the Gita, not just once but twice. The dangers of doing others duties. So niyama. Anno adhikar, the uh, others, others uh, authorization or qualification niyama agrahe, ashat shango shangatane. Mm. I'm in the habit of meeting with worldly men, uh, and. Let's see. He's kind of merged the translation of one and first and second verses here. Astir Siddhanta, Siddhante in the next uh, verse, absorbed in speculative thinking, is, must be referred to here. Rohino Mojia, Mojia, being absorbed in austere, un, un, unfixed or unsettled, unfirm, um, Siddhanta, unfirm conclusions, speculative thinking, Hari Bhakti Roilo Dure, therefore devotion to you has remained distant, Dure, uh, from me, Rahilo has remained. E Ridoye Matro Para Himsa Mada Pratishta Shatata Spure. And then there's a list. Um, in this heart of mine dwells only Matro, a Fridoye in this heart, Matro only. What dwells uh, there? Only envy and malice. Parahingsa, 
literally uh, violence against others. False pride uh, would be pratishta. Shatata, uh, I think, is hypocrisy. Mm, deceitfulness. Mada is madness. Maybe he's taken that as false pride here. Um, and desire for fame and honor, pratishta, spure. Spure is desire. Um, then, verse 3, eshab agraha, chadite narinu, I have not been able to give up any of these attachments. Esab agraha, the grasping, firm grasping of all of this, chadite, giving up, narinu, I have not given up. Apan doshate mari. Thus my own faults have been my downfall. Apan is myself, doshate uh, in faults. Uh, mari. Mari, I think, would mean death, but maybe just falling. Um, janama bipal, pala we know means fruit, bipal uh, means the opposite of fruit or bad fruit. Um, or a waste, wasted effort, janama, this birth is bipala, is without fruit, hoilo amar. Um, my janama, amar. Janama, Hoilo Bipal has has been has become Akon Kikori Hari. Oh Lord, what am I to do now? Kikori. And the fourth verse. I am indeed fallen. Amito Potita. Potita Pavana. Your, oh, Patita Pavana Tomar Pavitranam, your pure name, your holy name, is Patita Pavana, is the purifier of the fallen. She Shambanda Dhori, Doriha, holding on, clinging, grabbing on. Uh, to that connection mm, uh, with the holy name, Tomar Chorone, I take shelter at your lotus feet, Sharon Loinu Ham. Sharona, of course, shelter. Tomar Charone, your feet, at your feet, and Loinu, I have taken. Uh, Hama. Hama is maybe myself, I, maybe Sugopi knows what it's meaning, Hama. Is she there? Yes, Hama. <clears throat> oh, you have, to, 
Yes, unmute. Yes, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Yeah, Hama is myself here. Myself, okay. Yes. <clears throat> it's, um, I know in Hindi, Ha means uh, we, plural. But in Bengali, it is singular or it's kind of plural? Uh, I think it's singular here, Maharaj. Uh, generally, they say Ami, uh, yeah. but here, uh, he's, his Bengali language is a bit different, but they you know, sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's this this uh, song is not Metli, this is Bengali, but definitely yeah. Hama is, again, uh, quite colloquial, like, yeah, okay. regional. Yeah, because he was writing these songs for um, for villagers, and so it might be that in some part of Bengal, uh, this would be standard. Hmm. Okay, Shila Bhaktivinoda Thakur Ki Jai Hare Krishna. There was uh, I mentioned last time. Because I said uh, Lalasa is one type mm, of prayer, one of ten types, and then uh, Avaduta Rai sort of chased after me about that. He said, So, are you going to tell us what are the others? Um, yeah, he's with us. So, I'm. Uh, Happy to say I found a, a list of the 10 types of Vaishnava prayers. Um, th these are mentioned in, or listed apparently, in at least one edition of Srila Narottam Das Thakur's Prartana. Hmm. And the note here says these 10 forms were in use long before Narottam's time and were later exhibited in the writings of Srila Thakur and other acharyas. So I'll just go through these briefly. Um, it would be nice to have an example for each one, but maybe that's uh, for one of you to work on <laughs> if you like. So the first one is called Sampratanatmika um, and here we might mention again the, the word pratana is a kind of, seems like a sort of general or generic term for, for prayer, um, coming from the word arta, which means value or worth or aim, that which is uh, sought after, that which is aimed for. So pratana, praartana. And then sampraartanaatmika, sampraartanaatmika, means words of direct prayer to the Lord. So um, I guess the emphasis here is on directly uh, directing one's supplication uh, to the Lord. And it may have a sense of petitioning to petition, for example, the devas are petitioning Lord Shiva 
they have a very specific um, urgent need and with that they are approaching Lord Shiva in Canto 8. Okay, the second one is Svadanya Bodhika, which means words informing the Lord of one's own humility. <laughs> so declaring uh, Danya. <clears throat> declaring a sense of humility, a sense of smallness to the Lord. Svadanya, one's own humility. Bodhika um, means calling attention to, from bodh uh, to awaken. Uh, the third one is manashiksha, instruction, shiksha, to the mind. We have two famous examples of Manashiksha, one from Srila Raghunath Das Goswami, and uh, there is one by also Srila Bhaktivinod Thakur. So it's a kind of preaching, my dear mind. <clears throat> um, please, please, uh, Please be my friend. <laughs> Please be my friend. Uh, please, uh, please be. Uh, please act as a tool for engage for serving the Lord. Act as an instrument for serving the Lord. Uh, and next comes vilapatmika pratana, statements of extreme lamentation. We've seen a lot of, I think, could be called vilapatmika songs from Bhaktivinoda Thakur, especially in the beginning of his Sharanagati, lamenting about his former life, and so on. Mm. We may want to say there's a, certainly a strong element of confession also in this kind of prayer. <clears throat> mm. Going before the Lord and saying, here I am, this is, <clears throat> this is me with all of my faults, I have nothing to hide. And that can be a lamentation because so oh, how many shortcomings we all have. The number five is Vaishnava Mahima Prakashika. Statements revealing the glories of the Lord's devotees. So glorification of the Vaishnavas. Mahima means glory. Vaishnava Mahima and uh, Prakashika, that which reveals Prakasha. Um, 
all of these are put in a um, the, these titles of these types of prayers are put in a, a feminine form. And I would say also um, what may be called the affectionate diminutive. Um, when something is sort of sweet and charming, uh, we, we speak about it in a certain way which can be expressed in within the language uh, this is also this is the case i think in many languages including polish i'm finding out and it's also there in sanskrit so this ka ending or ika bodhika atmika but it also has a sense of causing to happen Then number six, Sri Guru Vaishnava Vigyapti Rupa, supplications, submitting oneself, made to one's spiritual master or unto the devotees of the Lord. Sri Guru Vaishnava Vigyapti. Um, hmm. Supplication, vigyapti. Um, okay, so that's addressing the spiritual master directly. Yeah, so we may include within that category uh, our, our gurvashtakam means ours in the sense Srila Prabhupada gave to us from Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur mm. and also the Guru Vandana prayer from Srila Narottam Das Thakur. These could be Sri Guru Vaishnava Vigyapti Rupa. And number seven is Sri Dhamma Vase Lipsatmika, statements revealing the desire to live in the holy places of the Lord's pastimes. So Sri Dhamma Vase, in being a resident of the holy Dham, Lipsa, expressing desire, Atmika, having as its having as its nature, you can say, having as its essential quality. So prayers, um, one example of this, um, which I started to, or I did actually, um, hear a very nice lecture from Madhavananda. Some of you may have attended the uh, Govardhan retreat recent Govardhan retreat uh, of, um, yeah, His Holiness Sachinandan Swami um, and uh, Burijan Prabhu and, and uh, her, his wife, uh, what is her Jagadatri. name, Jagadatri. 
Jagatarini. Jagatarini, yes, Jagatarini Mataji and uh, Madhavananda. So Madhavananda gave a nice talk about uh, verse number nine of uh, the 10, 10 plus one verses of Raghunanda, uh, sorry, mm, Raghunath Das Goswami, uh, prayers for res res residency, for residence um, at Govardhan Hill. We made a recording of this some weeks ago and posted it uh, as a, which I dedicated to um, Ananda Kishori, the late Ananda Kishori. So that would be Sri Damvase Lipsatmika type of prayer. Then number eight is Sadaka Deher Lalasa Suchika. Hmm. A Suchika is um, pointing out, I would say, pointing to Lalasa, the longing for a Sadaka body, for a body uh, to practice sadhana. Prayers, revealing desires to execute spontaneous, sorry, uh, regulated devotional service in the body of a practicing devotee. Um, and then number nine is similarly but different Siddha Deher Lalasa Mayi. Prayers, revealing desires to execute spontaneous devotional service in the perfect spiritual body. Siddha Deher Lalasa. And finally, number 10, Akshepa Bodhika, prayers revealing intense grief and sorrow in which one blames oneself for falling into the material world. <laughs> uh, we may say also several of the songs of Bhaktivinoda Thakur have this mood, blaming oneself. In fact, we may say the beginning of this song that we just sang is like that. Yeah, so these are the 10 types. Um, that are listed. I suspect that there are other types. I suspect one could say that there are any number of sorts of prayers. Um, so we don't want to say these are the only sorts of prayers. Um, and of course, the whole process of pray prayer is one of our nine nine one of our nine uh, Navavida Bhakti, one of the nine processes of devotional service. It's, um, hmm. in some ways it takes something of a back seat. Uh, we don't all, we don't speak about it much. I think in the Christian tradition, they talk a lot more about prayer as a, um, as a sort of basic practice for the, uh, for the devotee. Um, oh, 
um, related to prayer, and then we can go on. I just happened to come across a nice uh, paragraph from uh, His Holiness Bhakti Tirta Swami, the late Bhakti Tirta Swami, in his book, Surrender the Key to Eternal Life. Uh, and this is from chapter six dedicate this life to the Lord. And this is page 105. He's talking about approaching the Lord as a beggar. He says, always be in a begging, begging spirit. A begging spirit means making ourselves accessible to divine mercy, blessings, and intervention. We want to beg intensely in order that our cries are focused with great appreciation for what can come upon us when we do the necessary now. Appreciation for what can come upon us, what can happen to us, what the Lord can give us uh, when we do what is necessary, whatever it might be, uh, when we do it now. Do the needful to focus the mind. And here, this is very striking. He says, the mind can be our greatest friend, but usually it is our greatest enemy. And now he says why this is the case. Very interesting. He says, it is our greatest enemy because... It, the mind, knows all of our secrets. The mind knows where we are weak. And it is familiar with our fears. The mind is expert in enslaving us to the senses. However, and now comes the hope. However, bhakti yoga enables us to control the mind. When the mind stops interfering, we're able to feed the intelligence. That's interesting, to feed the intelligence. What prevents us from feeding our intelligence? our mind, when our mind is acting as our enemy, when the mind is interfering. Uh, when the mind is not interfering, that means we can feed the intelligence. What does that mean? To feed the intelligence is uh, to nourish the buddhi, the intelligence, uh, with spiritual reality. So again, when the mind stops interfering, we are able to feed the intelligence. Properly stimulating the intelligence 
opens up the soul because all knowledge is contained within the soul. The whole process of self-realization is really nothing more than becoming natural again by moving the factors that cause stagnation out of the way. Stagnation, like when you have a small, um, we have just outside the, the house here, we have a small pond and it's a stagnant pond. <laughs> so uh, in summertime, because it's stagnant, it's a very nice breeding ground for mosquitoes. Um, <laughs> so stagnation, we don't want to stagnate uh, to stay in one place. We want to keep moving. And I was reminded, I'm, I always cherish uh, the advice that I got from Bhakti Tirtha Maharaj when we traveled together for a short time. Uh, this uh, one comment he made that he said, Whenever, wherever, wherever I am, wherever I find myself, I ask myself, why has Krishna put me here? There must be a purpose. He, he, he had this firm conviction. We were distributing, we means he mainly. Uh, we're distributing sets of books in uh, universities and libraries. And mm, I think his mood was often like a detective sort of let's find out here who who is going to take a set of books um, and his his sense was it's going to happen it's just up to me to find out so i need to put all my focused attention on finding out uh, what is my purpose here i am an agent for krishna I just have to put myself in the right place, uh, in the right, I'm in the situation now, I just have to see, I have to endeavor to see uh, how, how I can be Krishna's agent, Krishna's in, instrument. Yeah, so this is uh, something about prayers, begging, begging begging for mercy, but with a, with a mind which allows uh, us to nourish the intelligence, opening up which then um, gives us access to ourselves. How does he say that again? I really liked how he said, um, the whole process of self-realization the whole process is really nothing more than becoming natural again by moving the factors that cause stagnation out of the way.
taking whatever it is that's in the way, any obstacles, and moving them out of the way. Hare Krishna. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur Ki Jai. Hare Krishna. So. Guru Maharaj, sorry. Yes. You are really wondering where you were reading this from because it was really profound. You could tell us the book. Uh, yes, I, I mentioned uh, in the beginning, the book is called Surrender, the Key to Eternal Life by um, Bhakti Tirta Swami. And does it say when it was published? Two, first printing, 2013. Yeah. Page 105. Okay, so then, Dira uh, Lalita, I think you're in charge now. Thank you, Guru Maharaj, for Hare Krishna. Um, well, today we've got four devotees um, who would like to present Yasapuja offering to you. Um, so I'll just, I'll just read <clears throat> who they are. Um, first one is Haridev Prabhu and family from, uh, I think they're from Beijing. <clears throat> and then um, second is Mahananda Haladini. <clears throat> and the third is our dear Tikshnarupa and Yadavi from, uh, from Poland. And, uh, and that's it, I think, one, two, oh. I apologize, beg your pardon. After Mahananda Vladini is Nitya Kishori. I apologize for, for making a mistake. And um, also that Yesha Prabhu wanted to read today, but he, he really had um, a lot of difficulties. Katyani was in touch with him and he had very difficulties uh, um, with his um, laptop. So he, he mm. said he will try his best to fix it till next Saturday. So he would like to present presenting it by himself. We suggested to him if somebody else can read it. He said, "No, it's it's very personal. I want to do it." But uh, <laughs> he said he will do it next next Saturday. Okay. <clears throat> so the first is our, our dear god brother and sister from Beijing. Hare Krishna. Oh, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Okay, okay. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. This is my mother. This is my mother. She's saying Hare Krishna. Guru Maharaj. Happy birthday. Keep May you keep healthy and uh, live long. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Now, my father, Hardiva does, and then I can translate. Okay, Kumarad. Yes, okay. 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 <laughs> Guru Maharaja, 
请接受我卑微的敬拜，祝您生日快乐，健康长寿。这至尊应该是本体，他的丹丸塔瑞化身，保护我的姑马哈罗家，我和我的神兄弟姐妹及所有的万斯纳瓦们身体健康，远离疾病。这尼青哈代瓦在四面八方所有的角落。上下内外，保护我的公路马哈罗家和所有的万斯纳瓦不受各种危险。您的仆人哈纳瓦达斯每天早上都和普尔玛勾勒，一起在微信里念诵晚间读书等个的，每天还继续在家族群里读圣帕帕德的书。佛家欢歌读完了，圣典佛家瓦坛读到第五卷第三篇第三十几章。斯瑞才在尼亚查尔达密尔达读到阿迪利拉第八章，同时我也参加拉里达老师主持的网上学习。老年大学在三月一日开学，我也报名了。学习的主课是佛家欢歌。辅助课程是我文，请姑姑给我言辞和训示。在这个吉祥的日子里，请姑姑你认识我，姓我的姑姑，愿我成为您更好的仆人。再次请问您的莲花主，您的仆人哈代瓦大师请上。我在祷文说。Okay, now for my could you please allow me translate? Um, Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble, humble obeisances. Jaya Shri Prabhat. Happy Vyasa Puja. May you keep healthy and live long. May the Supreme Personality of Godhead, in His incarnation as Damantari, protect my Guru Maharaj and my God. Siblings and all the Vaishnavas from physical illness. May Nishinhadev protect my Guru Maharaj and all the Vaishnavas in all directions and in all corners, above, below, within, and without. Guru Maharaj, please allow me to report to you my devotional service. Every day in the morning, your servant Haridiva Das will chant holy name with Goran Prima on WeChat group. In the evening, we'll do kirtan or read books together. During the day, I go on reading Shri Papa's books. Now I'm reading Shima Bhavatam Canto 3, Chapter 30, and Chaitanya Chattimrita Adilila, Chapter 8. Guru Maharaj, I also enter for University for Adelaide which uh, um, Lalita Shaki Madaji, um, her project, uh, which will open on March the 1st, 2021. We study Bhakti My main course is Bhava Gita. The co-curriculum is Arctic Prayers. On this auspicious day, please allow me to pray to my Guru Maharaj, if you like, please allow me to become a better servant. My obeisance is unto you. Again, your servant, Hardy of Das. 
Hare Krishna, thank you. <laughs> this is Sheshani. Uh, so to explain to everyone, Haridava is uh, living in the quite extreme northeast of China. Um, I don't know exactly where, but it's uh, northeast. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> Just what I was going to say. Oh, it's not north? I was thinking it's north. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, so, um, and, um, <laughs> and Prema Sarovara and her husband, Gornataraj, are in Beijing. Prema Sarovara uh, yes. just gave us the translation. Yes. Okay, okay very nice. Thank you, thank you. So, dear Guru Maharaj, dear God brothers and God sisters, so I will offer my Vyasa Puja. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisance. All glory to Srila Prabhupada. All glory to you on the auspicious day of your birthday. On your Vyasa Puja, I would like to offer you my humble homage. You have blessed me with your divine association and picked me up from the pool of material conditioned life, the ocean of birth and death. You have given me the holy name. I was blind, thinking that serving my senses was the goal of life. But you showed me how serving Sri Sri Radha Madhava, Sri Jagannath, Baladeva, and Subhadra, and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sri La Prabhupada, is the actual purpose of life, and that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is my only shelter. Dear Guru Maharaj, I'm offering prayers to the Lord's personal expressions. I pray to the Lord that you will live a long, healthy, and happy life. May the glorification of the transcendental name, form, qualities, and paraphernalia of the Supreme Personality of Godhead protect us from the influence of bad planets, meteors, animals, human beings, serpents, scorpions, and animals like tigers and wolves. May it protect us from ghosts and the material elements like earth, water, fire, and air. And may it also protect us from lightning and our past sins. We are always afraid of these hindrances to our auspicious life. Therefore, may they all be completely destroyed by the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Dear Guru Maharaj, you told me, chant, chant, chanting at any circumstances. Sri Shukadeva Goswami said, my dear Maharaj Parikashita, one who employs this armor or hears about it with faith and veneration when afraid because of any conditions in the material world is 
immediately freed from all dangers and is worshipped by all living entities. On Bhagavad Gita, as it is, Lord Krishna said, before giving up this present body, if one is able to tolerate the urges of the material senses and check the force of desire and anger, he is well situated and is happy in this world. Bhagavad Gita, chapter 5, verse 23. So, I pray to the Lord. May the Supreme Personality of Godhead, holy names, his transcendental forms, his carriers, and all the weapons decorating him as personal associates protect me, intelligence, protect my intelligence, senses, mind, and life air from all dangers. Allow me be able to tolerate the urges of the material senses and check the force of desire and anger. Allow me listen to your instructions with faith and veneration offer you my humble service. Dear Guru Maharaj, you said, the book, Impress of My Preceptor, is very much for devotees. Yes, today I read this book again, and I hope that other devotees will share the nectar of this book. So I will translate the book, and in the coming year, to make it available. Your humble servant, Gaurnath Raj, does in Beijing. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Jai. Thank you. I think um, I think that's the first time I've I've been uh, blessed to be to be uh, protected from ghosts <laughs> amongst the many animals you mentioned or beings you mentioned ghosts as uh, being protected. I think that's in the Narayana Kavacha. Uh, but I was, I, I, was, I was reminded uh, that just this morning we were reading Bhagavad Gita, chapter 3, verse whatever it is, 30, approximately, uh, and Vishwanath Chagavarti Thakur's commentary. Uh, it's uh, maybe Premis are over. You have to mute for translating. Okay. You can set the mute. Yes, there we go. Yeah, but Vishwanath uh, Chagavari Thakur is. Um, giving analogy for material consciousness. He's saying it's like being possessed by a ghost. And then he goes on to say, uh, when one is possessed by a ghost, one identifies oneself as the ghost. <laughs> so uh, there's, you can say there's double dan danger. So I'm happy to be blessed to be protected from ghosts. <laughs> No, that's that was just a detail, but I appreciate uh, the spirit of protection. Okay, so then. Oh, okay, Gumaraj, please allow me to uh, offer my VSA prayers. Okay. Okay. 
Oh dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances to you, Dashila Pahupad. All glory to December 18th, 1950. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Guru Maharaj, I have write to you the same. Also, Mokshada and the Gita Jain today, on which day my spiritual master appeared gloriously. All glory to West Point, New York, in which place my spiritual master appeared on this planet. All glories, all glories to my Gurudev's good father and mother from whom he was born. All glories to my Gurudev's grandfather, brother, and all the other family members who have been accompanying him all the way. All glories to all the people who love my Gurudev and who my Gurudev loves, making his life flavor, flavorous and colorful. All glories to all the places where my Gurudev has been traveling, spreading the seeds of bhakti all the way. On the occasion of your appearance celebration, Shila Gurudev, may the Narayana Kavacha shale protect you and all the living entities in your heart at any time and any place from any potential danger, whether material or spiritual. May the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his most merciful incarnation, Shri Shri Gauranitai, fulfill all the sweet desires on your way of devotional service. May the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his most powerful incarnation, Shri Shri Nishinhadev bless you with good health and long life. On this auspicious day, Gurudev, if you like, shall I have your blessings to get a book? May this book be published smoothly and come out as soon as possible. Thank you. Um, thank you, thank you. Shashani. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, happy we are the puja again, your servant Prima Savaradasi. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, this is the most long spread out Vyasa Puja that has ever happened in history, I think. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, okay, so are we? Yes. Are, what, what? Dear Lalita. Yes. Well, the, the, the second is Mahananda Haladini. Um, uh -huh. She's got some bad news. She's apologizing that she will be reading from the weird position. <laughs> she's got back problems so she can't sit straight it looks like she's sitting up now oh is yeah she... i'm sitting Hare krishna Maharaj. please accept my humble obeisance all glories to you and all glories to shila prabhupada happy vyasa puja to you guru Maharaj, and always stay strong and happy in your life i am very grateful that i have you as my spiritual master um you are full of bliss and happiness, especially when you see your devotee 
and disciples are also happy. Your kindness and patience gives me inspiration to continue my spiritual way to Supreme Personality of Godhead. By your example, you show how everyone uh, can read and include intelligence for reading Vedic knowledge. In your lesson is always an answer for each one of, of us uh, who properly listen uh, because you exactly know each, uh, each one of us naturally and how we can become better devotee. By your mercy and words, where there is a will, there is a way. I feel very positive to take always your shelter in every situation. Be in your company, my heart feels peace and belonging to spiritual family. Looking at your smile, smile is on my face also. From year 2004, when I first met you personally in Rijeka, Croatia, uh, I know that uh, my spiritual life was began and I am very thankful you for that and happy to know you. I didn't have much opportunity to serve you personally, but you show me that be in contact with you is uh, um, writing an email or be in contact with your devotee is also a way to serve you. By this way, when you are with us from March 2020, I'm very grateful to you. You are very really like, uh, you are really father to all of us who take care about his children. This is a really true life in spiritual family when we are in some way close to each other and you. I wish you all the best, Guru Maharaja, and thank, thank you for, for guidance and everything. Thank you, thank you, Mat Mahananda Ladini. <clears throat> From living, living in niche, isn't it? It is, yes. Yes, my daughter is here also. And we are okay. Uh -huh. I'm, good, I'm, good. I'm preparing a land in the village, so we will um, put some seeds on the spring, and uh, we will have some potato and everything. What to eat? <laughs> oh, good. We're planning that. Yes. Very good. Yes. Gardening. Very good. Gardening. Yes. Yes. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um, mm. Yes, I see. Nritya Kishori and also Pratapa Rudra. And then uh, say some words, house 2020. For us, um, dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada, all glories to you. Thank you for your kind and expert guidance. The Saturday Zoom sessions are very enlivening and inspiring with topics such as theological Vaishnavism, Kartik meditations, Naran Kavacha and now churning of the ocean of milk. Your taste for Srimad Bhagavatam is contagious, and I feel very lucky that I can listen to you. 
Shri Prabhupada wanted devotees to study Srimad Bhagavatam from all angles of vision, and already for decades we have been tirelessly working on this instruction. Thank you for showing us how to study Srimad Bhagavatam and for giving us continuous inspiration. I admire your dedication to serving Srila Prabhupada. By your example, you are showing us what does it mean to be a surrendered disciple. Your whole life is dedicated to preaching Krishna's glories. By observing your attachment and surrender to Srila Prabhupada, I feel inspired to deepen my sense of connection with Srila Prabhupada and dedication to him. I pray that I may take some steps in devotional service and more endeavor to serve you. So those were a few written sentences. And uh, uh, last uh, year on Vyasa Puja celebration in Germany, I told you that in Czech Republic, we are, with my husband, we are planning to start a prasada lunch distribution. And um, I would like to use this opportunity to inform how it's been going. And to thank you for your blessings and good wishes. By your blessings, uh, it's been going very nicely. We have um, we live in Yehlava, that's uh, in central part of Czech Republic, a relatively small city, around fifty thousand people live in Yehlava. And. Uh, as I said, we have Prasadam lunch uh, distribution. My husband is the main cook and he also delivers lunches. Um, in this business is also his uh, twin brother, Harichandra Prabhu. And he's also de delivering lunches. Their mom helps with uh, cleaning kitchen and washing pots because uh, we all live together. And on the, on the ground floor are uh, my, my husband's parents and on up floor in uh, this room are my husband myself and in another room uh, his brother and um, I'm in charge in, in our business I'm in charge for social media Facebook Instagram and I usually go once a week uh, to kitchen to pack when there is more lunches and, and we have some small show that um, last year in um, July, uh, there was uh, an article in a local newspaper about, uh, about them, like about our business, but mostly it was about their um, life. And uh, so this article, uh, part of the article was written by my husband, some parts we wrote together, some parts I wrote. And then also some nice parts, this um, um, journalist, he added some explanations. So this was the, the front page. Yeah? Mm. And here in the, so here it's two of them. And on the front page, it was written, uh, twins influenced by Krishna movement. <laughs> so there was uh, uh, Krishna on the front page, and also um, in the in the main article there was a few times mention of Krishna. So this was the article. 
the title was uh, In the Temple, Twins Learned How to Serve. And <laughs> it was quite a positive uh, rep representation of uh, uh, Krishna consciousness. It was also about their uh, life uh, before Krishna consciousness, like which schools they finished. So here is a photo from uh, oh. the part of my life. Uh, <laughs> new photo. And uh, uh -huh. this photo is uh, my husband. Uh, he was uh, 2012, one year he spent in Salem. Uh, and mm -hmm. there he was mainly serving in the kitchen. So mm -hmm. we have uh, a photo of him uh, uh, in the kitchen. Uh -huh. And uh, I, I will uh, put in the chat, I will put a link to this article, I think in, uh, I don't know how it works when somebody looks from outside from Czech Republic, I don't know, will there be some automatic translation, but um, Google Translate improved greatly during the, <laughs> like in comparison okay. to how it was a few years ago. Yes. So uh, thank you very much for all your blessings and uh, we ask blessings of um, other Vaishnavas that we may uh, continue with this service in, uh, there are no devotees in Yihlava uh, uh, and actually even vegetarians, vegans are, for me it seems very rare in Yihlava, uh, at least um, like not many, maybe two or three uh, customers are vegetarians and one positive uh, story is that one uh, young man who started to order lunches more or less from the beginning and he was not vegetarian after a few months of uh, eating prashada more or less regularly he became vegetarian so, very nice uh, thank you thank you uh, <laughs> I was just now thinking you might um, you might take inspiration from His Holiness Lokanath Swami uh, for how he has transformed his hometown uh, in Maharashtra, South Maharashtra or South Central, um, Aravade. When we visited there, what is it now, already two or three years ago, he happened to be there. They were having a big festival. He uh, showed me all around. There was, there was a big uh, Iskan Krishna temple there now, guest house, everything, and it's all, all from his preaching. And um, he was a village boy who grew up there, went away to college, uh, to to Mumbai and ended up joining the Hare Krishna movement in Mumbai. His parents weren't happy about that at the time. Um, but he eventually came back as, as a missionary, as a, yeah, as a sannyasi. Now several of his family members are his disciples. His, his own brothers are his disciples. But what I wanted to say is that he told me 
Before he started preaching uh, in Aravadi, there were maybe 20% of the people were vegetarian. Now there are 20% vegetarian, 80% non-vegetarian. He said now it's reversed. There are 80% vegetarian, 20% non-vegetarian. So maybe with his blessings, you can uh, have some change happen in your town. <laughs> anyway, good. Prasadam distribution ki jai. Hari Hari Bo. Okay. And now good march. Um, last but not least is a uh, fictional Rupa Prabhu and Yadavi uh, from Poland. Yes. Дорогая Сумья, через 10 минут мне надо будет уйти. Я ничего не скажу. Уйду, если вы или кто-то еще присутствует. Uh, that's not Tikshna Rupa. <laughs> that was Ganga Sagra. Don't seem to be here now. No. But yesterday, our God sister. Um, Mukundamala, she confirmed that she had passed a message to them. Uh -huh. Well, anyway, things happen, things come up. Yes, maybe next time. Yes. Okay, so I guess we can uh, turn to the Bhagavatam. And uh, I've been thinking about this section of chapter seven i've been reading because i suggested i'm curious if any of you uh took it up this re reading of the prayers to lord shiva to, um to save to save everyone from the kalahala or halahala was anyone taking up this uh, yes i did go oh very good i've read it few times. Good. Okay. And Nandi Mukhi also. Very good. So I was not reading all these prayers each day, but I was reading these prayers. Um, and uh, I was struck by how Lord Shiva is being glorified essentially as non-different from Lord, Lord Vishnu and Srila Prabhupada is emphasizing in purports that yes, actually these prayers are to Lord Vishnu. Um, Lord Shiva is Vishnu in touch with uh, material energy. So as soon as Vishnu touches material energy, he manifests as Shiva. 
And therefore, he is identifiable in similar ways or in the same way as Lord Vishnu. And therefore, he can be praised uh, with uh, the glorification that is uh, appropriate for Vishnu. Um, uh, coming toward the end of these prayers, tatasyate sat asato parata parasya nanjasvarupa gamane prabhavantibhumna brahmadaya kim uta sangstavane vayam tu tatsarga sarga vishaya apishakti matram even personalities like Lord Brahma and other demigods cannot understand your position. For you are beyond the moving and non-moving creation. Since no one can understand you in truth, how can one offer you prayers? Interesting question. How can we offer prayers to the Lord if we can't understand him? Um, it is impossible. As far as we are concerned, we are creatures of Lord Brahma's creation. Under the circumstances, therefore, we cannot offer you adequate prayers. But as far as our ability allows, we have expressed our feelings. So we can appreciate uh, the honesty of the devas. Mm. We don't know who you are, we don't know how great you are. Uh, and so our praises of you definitely fall short, but we've done our best. We've done our best, so please accept uh, our offerings, uh, our prayers. And the, the last uh, prayer prior to... to understand. As far as we can see, your presence brings flourishing happiness to everyone. Beyond this, no one can appreciate your activities. We can see this much and nothing more. So we fall short in appreciating your activities and therefore we're not going to be even able to fully appreciate uh, if hopefully you will reciprocate with our, our desire that you uh, take care of this, um, this poison. Uh, but in any case, uh, this is our request. We can see this much and nothing more. Vyaktihi te avyakta karmana. Uh, your activities are avyakta, they're unmanifest. To indeed oblige the devas 
uh, by um, accepting their request and and drinking the poison, which is so much troubling them. And it's uh, perhaps just an interesting detail, but I've, I've happened across a description of this pastime uh, taken from the Shiva Purana. And it answered a question that I was wondering about. And the question in my mind was, when Lord Shiva drinks the poison, which it's described somehow, all this poison which has been spread everywhere, he's able to gather together into the palms of his hands and he drinks. How is it it just goes to his throat and doesn't go further? Well, that's explained in the Shiva Purana. Does anyone want to know the explanation? Okay. <laughs> so the explanation is, uh, well, first of all, here in the Bhagavata Purana, the Srimad Bhagavatam, it's interesting that Lord Shiva is mm, speaking to Bhavani, his good wife, who's also referred to as Sati uh, in verse 36, which I found surprising considering that um, we're in the eighth canto and Sati has already disappeared in the fourth canto uh, to appear again as Parvati, but perhaps she is also again referred to as Sati. In any case, he's consulting with his wife He's saying, I, I, want to, I want to help these people because I see it as my, my duty mm, uh, to help those who are in distress. In fact, it describes Lord Shiva as being greatly dist distressed by, what, by this situation, um, distressed at the distress of the others in verse 36. Tatviksha vyasanam tasam kripaya brisha piditaha. Brisha pidita is uh, translated here as greatly aggrieved. Uh, Lord Shiva is expressing his concern to, um, to Sati, to Bhavani. Uh, and his determination, he says in verse 38, asam prana paripsunam videyam abhayang hime. Mm. Something must be done, videyam. This uh, comes from vidhi, uh, which means an uh, a regulation, something to be done, some order, uh, like a rule. And then vidheyam, the gerundav, uh, is, it is to be done. So he says, vidheyam abhi, abhayam. Uh, 
here translated as safety, as safety. So in effect, he's saying there's a safety rule here for the sake of uh, well-being, for safety. Hmm. Uh, dina paripalanam, the complete protection of, uh, of dina. And the word dina mm, is sometimes translated as fallen or sometimes as wretched. Let's see if we can find a dictionary meaning of dina here. One second. Just now coming. It's one good thing about the internet. You can search Sanskrit dictionary. Uh, Dina here is translated as depressed or afflicted or timid or sad, miserable, wretched distress, wretchedness. Yeah, so all these all these shades of meaning are there. And paripalanam, pala, we know this word. Um, Gopala, protector of the cows. And so Lord Shiva is also a palan, a pala, a protector. Uh, but he wants paripala, he wants to completely protect. Uh, he wants to protect in all respects. He wants to protect on all sides. <clears throat> so he decides to do this. Uh, he gives some more explanation of why he's going to do it. Um, one reason he gives is that if you perform benevolent activities for others, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is pleased. Which uh, leads me into another subject I was reminded that I might say something more about this time. Um, and that is uh, the subject of enga engaged Vaishnavism. Um, this expression in English, engaged Vaishnavism, um, is borrowing in modern times from the Buddhist tradition. In recent uh, Buddhist, some, some places, maybe not all, but especially, especially we hear about it in Western American Buddhism and but it's not limited to American. Engaged Buddhism was the idea that it's time for us monks who are sort of quietly living quietist lives in our monasteries. It's time for us to get out and, excuse me, and engage in the world um, to influence, uh, to do what we can to 
to help people, to improve the situation, to uh, stand up uh, for people who are being oppressed, to be politically active, and so on. Um, and this has been somewhat, as far as I know, in the Buddhist world, it's, it's also been controversial, where some will say no. Uh, the business of the monks is to, um, to be in the monasteries and to simply um, act as, uh, as guides uh, for, for the lay persons, for the regular people, uh, that sort of thing. So uh, one of my godbrothers, Yogeshwar Prabhu, uh, in New York, um, for many years now, I think he's he's been concerned that uh, we should not, as Vaishnavas, be passive observers of the world only, but rather uh, it is quite appropriate for devotees to engage in the world to relieve suffering of people. And so he, he, as part of his desire to uh, do something about this, he took up academic study. He studied uh, in New York, did a master's degree, and wrote a um, master's thesis on the subject of engaged Vaishnavism, in which basically he's arguing, as far as I could see looking briefly at it, He's arguing that uh, one can see a kind of progression over time. Uh, he goes all the way back to Vedic times uh, and comes forward. He describes the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, and then to make this point that uh, it, is, it is fitting to the tradition uh, to be engaged in the world. And it struck me that this seems to be what Lord Shiva is saying here. Uh, when he says to his gentle wife, Bhavani, when one performs benevolent activities for others, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hari, is very pleased. And he goes on to say, and when the Lord is pleased, I am also pleased along with all other living creatures. Therefore, let me drink this poison for all the living entities may thus become happy because of me. And then he drinks the poison. Now, back to the Shiva Purana. <laughs> You're wondering, how is it that the poison just stayed in his throat? The answer is that when, when uh, Bhavani realized what was happening, <laughs> um, what Lord Shiva was actually doing, she became alarmed. She jumped up, uh, she ran to Lord Shiva, and apparently she had right at hand a snake. 
she grabbed the snake, put it around Lord Shiva's neck, and tied it tightly so that the poison would not go further down. Now, at this point, one could one, one could one could take Bhavani's action as uh, desiring to prevent the poison from going down because then Lord Shiva would become poisoned. Maybe he will die. But one explanation is quite other than that. Namely, uh, if the poison would go to the stomach of Lord Shiva, because Lord Shiva has such a powerful fire in his stomach, he would have destroyed the poison in his stomach. And you may say, but that would have been very good if he would destroy the poison. No. Poison must be there. This is, in case you haven't noticed, the material world. And in the material world, there is happiness and there is distress. And there is nectar and there is poison. Uh, this is the world of duality. So Lord Shiva is protecting the world uh, because also this uh, was pointed out, he was quite ready to take the poison because for him, there's no difference between poison and nectar. In this way, he's very different from the devas who simply wanted amrita, nectar. So, um, so Lord Shiva, of course, is, is completely above uh, these dualities. But Parvati, or Bhavani, who is Durga, who is maintaining this world, she stops the poison from being destroyed. Okay, now related to this, because who can avoid thinking about it in, in the present day of this pandemic, that we have a poison spreading all over the planet. And um, we are all very much affected by this. And uh, we are getting news that vaccines are being prepared or have been prepared and that these vaccines are now becoming available. And so the question came to me from, uh, it was from Pandava, I think, who is with us today, uh, that um, whether I planned to be vaccinated. And I guess I said, yes, um, we are registering to be vaccinated and he wanted to hear more about this because uh, he is not convinced that it's a good idea to be vaccinated. <laughs> so it's an in first I would say it's a very interesting phenomenon that uh, there is a lot of he hesitation uh, 
or strong rejection of vaccination. And it's understandable. Um, why should we uh, be having something injected into our body which might, might be worse than a disease? That's certainly a, a fear. Um, and which is, in fact, if we understand what is exact, what is a vaccine, we can say a vaccine is a type of poison. It's a, it's a toxic substance, which is to say it's a substance which is designed in order to, to fool the immune system. Essentially, that's what it's doing. It's waking up the immune system and um, in a, it has the effect or it's supposed to have the effect of training the immune system so that uh, when, if and when this very dangerous um, virus itself comes and types of vaccine and these vac these new vac vaccines apparently although we are hearing on the one side that they've been produced ex uh, they've been developed exceedingly quickly and therefore how can we trust them on the other side uh, it's being said that the foundation the science behind uh, the making of these vaccines has been in the process uh, of being developed over the last several years. Uh, so um, yes, there's been an acceleration of uh, production for these particular vaccines, but uh, the, the, the science behind it, it's a different kind of, yeah, a different kind of poison. Uh, so what I want to say is not a big defense of uh, taking vaccine. I'm, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> when I was very small, when I was a small child, my mother, uh, you could say, was an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> she was, but for religious reasons. Um, that's a long story, won't go into it, but for quite some time, my brother, brother and I uh, were not vaccinated for any of the standard things that small children are vaccinated for. And then uh, eventually we were vaccinated and I don't, I think I was too small to understand why the, why the change, uh, my why my mother agreed, but in any case she did. Uh, but um, in this case, uh, a possible about this, but hesitation. I'm taking a cue here from uh, a, a grammar point from the Sanskrit language. In Sanskrit uh, language, in, uh, there are different verb moods, and one of them is the imperative mood. And one is the optative, in English we call it optative mood. And both of these are quite strong 
uh, urging one to do something. An example in Bhagavad Gita of the imperative mood uh, is, the, is the verb vraj, vraj, uh, in the famous verse 1866, Vraja is in the imperative mood, go. Uh, it's, it's like you're telling a child, do this. And you're not giving any options. You're saying, just do it. Um, an example of the optative mood is in chapter 6, Bhagavad Gita. Udareit atmanatmanam natmanam avasadayet. That udareit uh, means one should elevate, one should raise up the mind. So the, the tone here is that if you want to advance in yoga, if you want to advance in yoga, you must elevate your mind. But there's this condition. It's only if you want. If you don't want to elevate yourself in yoga, then don't worry about it. So the optative is a kind of invitation, but it's a very strong invitation. It's like if you want this result, then you're really going to have to do this. You really should do it. So here, I think um, we might apply this to, I'm thinking in, in terms of public, uh, yeah, public responsibility, um, that the government should not, should not be commanding, forcing, because that would be draconian but they can give very strong encouragement and they may give conditions. Uh, so for example, if, if you do not take um, the vaccination, if you don't get a, a vaccination for this, then you will not be allowed, uh, let's say, to uh, go uh, to take a flight on an airplane or on a ship or you will not be able to, um, to go to school. You'll not be able to be in certain public uh, situations and so on. Um, so anyway, that's, that's a consideration. Um, yeah, Daityesha is mentioning here, most of the deaths from COVID have been from the treatment and not because of the virus. Well. The treatment in this case uh, is the the, uh, the giving of ventilation. Uh, this has been, I think, the the big problem that instead of getting giving oxygen, um, because anyway, it's complicated uh, from what I've read. Uh, but just giving ventilation, what happens is in order to do that, they they basically have to put put you in artificial coma. And what happens when they put you in artificial coma is you may not 
uh, be able to uh, recover, you may not be able to gain the strength back in order to take for your body to take charge again, uh, even if uh, even if the immediate threat, as you said, of the virus may not be there, but you lose that power uh, for the body to recover itself. Yeah, I think the treatments, those who have received, um, who, have, who have become uh, infected and then they go to hospital, I think the treatment is at a very crude stage at present. But what I'm speaking about is, uh, is more prevention, not treatment. So um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm speaking aloud. I'm not completely uh, convinced. I don't want to try to persuade anyone. I want to say I think everyone should um, be free to make their own decision. And I agree, it's probably too early to know whether these um, vaccines are actually doing what they're supposed to do and what the side effects uh, of them might be. It's, it's very early. So, you know, some months from now, we might start hearing reports and get, getting statistics and so on. Um, but um, the idea of sort of the, the, the fundamental idea of being imposed upon by the state, I don't think that's quite relevant here. Uh, we're being imposed upon in so many ways. As soon as we, um, soon after we're born, uh, we are under the laws of the state, which is to say our parents are under the laws of the state about taking care of us. And then as we get older, we're under the laws of the state. We have to go to school. Uh, there are so many ways that our bodies are controlled. So um, whether to say we're not going to get an injection because of this is, is appropriate, I'm not so convinced. One way that uh, we do, um, a kind of, uh, what do I want to say? <clears throat> there is the Chinese medical system of um, acupuncture. Hmm? Uh, and some of you may have had acupuncture treatments. Um, it's been a long time, but I had one two or three times, I guess. Um, so that, that's also a kind of interference in the body, um, there's um, another kind of interference. Uh, some of you, I think, have tattoos. And uh, tattooing is putting some color in your skin in a uh, permanent way, which also has a response from your immune system. And from what I read, uh, when you um, have a tattoo, it means that your immune system will be uh, resisting that ink or whatever it is uh, for the rest of your life. So that's one thing your immune system has to do. 
So vaccine is a kind of awakening of the immune system for a specific purpose. Um, not necessarily a bad thing as such. And I always like to remember uh, what Srila Prabhupada said about medicine in general. He was asked, as I recall, um, whether Ayurveda was good or what is, you know, this system of medicine or that system of medicine. Uh, and uh, the response from Srila Prabhupada was, whatever works. <laughs> okay, we have Sabina Remsgar warning us not to take the vaccines because they have heavy metals um, which change the DNA. Um, well, I'm, I'm a little, maybe that's true. I'm not so sure. Um, one of the things that's happening, unfortunately, the whole subject of vaccination has become very polarized. And so you get, as you try to do, if you try to do some research on this on the internet, uh, you, you come across as much um, inaccurate information as accurate information, if not more. And this is another kind of pandemic, I would say, uh, is the spread of disinformation through uh, electronic medium media. So we can we can we can also pray to Lord Shiva as the um, as the form of Lord Vishnu in connecting connected to this world. Uh, that if he's uh, swallowing poison, could he please also swallow poisonous misinformation, anything which is not um, not helping us, which is uh, misdirecting people rather than directing them. Yeah, I thought also just prayers, I was thinking about Prahlad Maharaj's prayer in the fifth canto, uh, that very nice prayer that he is um, praying for the well-being of everyone. Svastyastu vishvasya kala prasidatam dhyayantu bhutani shivam mitodiya manascha badram bhajatarat hokcha jaya veshatam naumatir apyahetuki Svasti astu, let there be auspiciousness. Uh, and proceed atam, let the demons become pacified. Uh, let every be everyone become engaged in bhakti yoga, and in this way everyone can be happy. So I don't know um, whether we can fit this into any of the 10 categories or if we have another category here, but it seems to me that it's a very nice sort of prayer is praying for the well-being of others, not praying for ourselves. Um, of course, praising the Vaishnavas is one of the categories, praising Guru, praising the Lord, 
but praying for the well-being of others is very nice. And we have the tradition from Sri Prahlad Maharaj. Right, I think we pretty much covered uh, the topics I was going to mention today. And we've come to our time for ending today. So I will say <laughs> thank you all so much for joining. And I wish you a wonderful remainder of the day and remainder of the of the week and a wonderful Ekadashi Titi tomorrow. And uh, very soon coming up in, uh, in February, we're going to have some festivals. Uh, Nityananda Triodashi is coming and Advaita Acharya uh, appearance and before you know it, it's going to be Gaur Purnima. So we can begin uh, pre preparing ourselves to welcome uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu, and Panchatattva. So thank you all very much. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Anantakoti Vaishnava Vrinda ki jai, Nitai Gora Premanande Hari Hari Bo. Guru Maharaja ki jai. 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 Hari Krishna. Hari Krishna Maharaj. Hari Bo. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna.